Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. A short message about becoming a good shepherd, or following hard. The song, I follow hard after you. Amen. This is the year of the shepherd. Hallelujah. And I want to talk about, you see, everything, everything that you want to do or to, become, or to become good at anything, there are core areas you need to develop. Hallelujah. To become good at everything. If you, if, if, if you want to become, let's say, I mean, if you want to become maybe a doctor, there are some core subjects you must be good at. Hallelujah. You cannot say, I'll become a doctor. Meanwhile, you're not good at chemistry. You're afraid of chemistry. You're afraid of biology. You are afraid of physics. You cannot read Chiga and Dondology and become a doctor. <laughs> it won't work. That is why if you say you want to do medicine, they will say these are the core subjects. If you want to do nursing, they are core subjects. You cannot say you don't become a nurse and then you don't, you don't want to do what did they do? Anatomy. So, oh, me, I want to become I don't like anatomy. Then don't, then, then you... I'm good at Spanish. No. <laughs> I'm good at Spanish. No, it doesn't matter. We don't need Spanish here. It's core. So you must be good at something. Amen. You must be good. You must excel in that area if you want to be good in, in that field. Hallelujah. In the same way, we are talking about I'll follow hard after you. I want to be a shepherd. I want to work for God. To be a shepherd or a mature Christian who wants to serve in the house of God, which to me is the greatest blessing, which to me is the greatest opportunity, which to me the Bible says call it a higher calling, a higher calling, a higher call. The Bible says that's a higher calling. It is above every other call. Hallelujah. So that is why, that is why sometimes it is sad when that people have left the ministry to go and do politics. No, it should be the reverse. You should rather leave politics to do the ministry because the ministry is higher than politics. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But the higher calling to do it well, there are some core areas you need, you need to develop. Hallelujah. Amen. And the first thing I want to talk about if you want to be work for God, a Christian leader, a shepherd, Want to serve God. Then the first one, one of the, the core areas, one of the areas I want to, the first thing I want to talk about is you must develop the ability to fight. Fight. Because working for God is a fight. Serving God is a fight. Becoming a strong Christian is a fight. My soul followed hard after you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a fight. If you see anybody who has succeeded in serving God well, the person has. Paul said, Paul said that I have fought 
a good fight. It's a fight. To remain Christian. Especially in these times. It's a fight. Hallelujah. So if you are not willing, is it, and, and it's not a short fight, it's a long fight. It's not, it's not a short fight. It's a lifetime fight. You must be prepared for a long fight. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? You must be prepared. You and I must be prepared for a long fight. If you want to overcome on this, see, that's why there's this about the, 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 pilgrim's, the, the pilgrim's journey. Or pilgrim's progress. The pilgrim's progress. Talks about the long fight. It's amazing how people want to want to get to the other side, but they think it's a, it's a Christianity. Let me tell you something. Real Christianity is not a walk through park. It's not a walk through the park. It's a fight. Hallelujah. And when it comes to fight or war, anybody who has been anybody who has been to war before. I'm talking about real war. I, mean, I don't know where it has been to war before. I mean, who has been deployed to the front? People who have seen gunfire. <laughs> seen gunfire, right? There was a real fight. Real war. Anybody who has been to real war has seen real fight. Or the people who, who are in charge of the fight. Or those who succeed in winning the war. In the art of warfare, the first thing they teach you is that to succeed in war, it's, you must selection of the aim and maintenance of the aim. Selection of the aim and maintenance of the aim. Hallelujah. If you want to war planning, strategies for war, the generals must select the aim of the war. And maintain the aim. Amen. Hallelujah. Maintain the aim. Because you may select the war. But in the battle you can change the aim. Wow. Selection of the aim. And maintenance of the aim. Hallelujah. Amen. And if Christianity is a war. Is it. Hebrews chapter 3. Verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider, or consider means think about or look at, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. In other words, he said, look at Jesus. Christians, believers, New York Church, look at Jesus. Consider means look at him. Let him be the example you are following. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, verse 2. Who was faithful to him that appointed him? And also Moses was faithful. So the, he misses two people who stayed on the course. Jesus Christ had a mission and a course. The aim was that for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. For this purpose, did God send his son to come and die. So his purpose when he left heaven to come on earth was to die. When he left, when he said bye-bye to the Holy Spirit, my father said, I'm going down. The aim was to die. Selection of the aim. For without the shedding of sins, 
So for that relation of blood, there is no remission of sins. That is why he came down. So he left heaven on earth. And the Bible says he was faithful to him that appointed him. The mission was that you must die on the cross. And all you see, you see, so that was the end. That was the aim. And all throughout his ministry on earth, he could have been distracted from that aim. There were several instances that tried to distract him. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can see that even when he came, yes, he preached. He healed. They wanted to make him a king. These are all things that, you know, all this could have been distractions. At the point, his, even his main assistant said, you don't need to die. Sounds nice. So you could see that if he was not focused, if he was not focused, there were a lot. What I mean, what he preached, he teach. He at the point he even had a party. He was having parties with sinners. Oh, Jesus Christ, he was having parties. That's what Jesus Christ told me to read the Bible. He used to eat. Unless you don't read the Bible. I mean, I, you see, sometimes we, t- we tend to be hypocrites. But when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible, Jesus was somebody who used to eat. He was hanging out. Jesus used to hang out. The Bible said that. He himself said, no, this is that. John came. John came, not eating and drinking. He says he has a demon. The son of man came, eating and drinking. And he said, I'm a glutton. Because he was hanging out with sinners. He used to eat and drink. Go and read your Bible. <laughs> Go and read your Bible. He drank wine. He drank wine. He said the same man came drinking, and you call him a wine baba. I'm not making it up. Go and read the Bible. You see, sometimes you know we have our own holiness that we create. Don't don't create your own Bible. Create your own Bible. Please, let's try not to create our own Bible. Let's look at the Bible. He drank. He drank. And he didn't drink apple juice. <laughs> Go and read your Bible. Hey, Reverend, any corona? <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Shh. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. He, see, what I'm trying to say is that he ate, he drank, he was among sinners. But the Bible said that he was tempted in every point, yet without sin. He never sinned. Be careful. So if you cannot stand that, why go there? I hear me. But the point I want to say is that there were a lot of distractions. But I never distracted him. Hallelujah. He had the aim. The aim was to die on the cross. He selected the aim. He maintained the aim. I say he selected the aim. He maintained the aim. He selected the aim. He maintained the aim. In spite of all the distractions that came, the accusations, the offense, we can make you a king, don't die, the ministry is booming. Peter said, why are you going to die? Come on. Peter said, let's go to the tabernacle. Hello. 
One for you. You say, ah! I'm the master. You say, hey! You are power. Look, Jesus, tabernacle. One for Elijah. One for Moses. One for you. The rest of us, we don't mind. We lie outside. <laughs> and nobody distracted him. Because he had an aim. Moses was the same. Moses was called a redeemer. So, so from the time that he had that call in him to redeem Israel, Moses could have stayed. You see, Moses could have become a politician. He was a prince trained in the courts of Pharaoh. And the Bible said, Moses chose to suffer affliction. So when you say somebody chose, it means you have an option. Some of us will do things because you have no option. You see, when you do things without an option, you don't say you chose. <laughs> <laughs> Chose to be in them. I chose to be in the ministry. No, you have no option. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. You see, Moses chose. The Bible says he chose. Read that. Show me that. Moses chose to suffer affliction with the children of Israel than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. It is Moses had an option of staying in Pharaoh's house as a prince and enjoying. Is it? Moses chosen rather. Listen, chosen. See, and there's always a difference between somebody who chooses and somebody who has no choice. Somebody who, who has no choice. You see, if you have no choice, we can't tell the degree of your sacrifice. If that girl has said yes, you have, you have come to like me. Hey. <laughs> So to say that, oh, you know, you know, you are the love of my life. You are the love because somebody told you no. Somebody told you no. <laughs> That's why I'm standing here. If the, if the person has said yes, you won't come and say that. But when there are three people and you bypass them, you come and say, I still like you, even though this one is one, then that's more, that's, that's, you have a choice. That one I'll take seriously. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, when they say, oh, you know, I chose you, they are lying. There was no alternative. There was no alternative. <laughs> yes, a lot of things, a lot of things. Yes, son. All right. Me, I want to serve God, but I want to be in full time because you failed your exam. <laughs> Please, don't say that. Yes, son. Bishop Dad had a choice. He had many choices. Good education, good family, could have studied medicine anywhere, could have lived anywhere, good home, and he chose to stay in Kolegono with the poor people and serve God. So he had a choice. That's why God has honored him. But you, you never had a choice. <laughs> so let's be careful. Are you hearing me? Moses had a choice. But he chose rather. Hallelujah. Selection and maintaining of the aim. Amen. Amen. It's a war. You must select the aim. See, that's why, that's why sometimes, sometimes I wonder why people marry. You don't know what you want. You want, right? Or, 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 or maybe let me say, put it another way. Sometimes, sometimes, I, sometimes I wonder why people understand why they married. Maybe that's the question. Do you understand why you married? 
I should say that. You don't know yet, right? So that you understand why you married. Do you understand? Do you know why I say so? Because the Bible says that the Bible talks about marriage is for companionship. So the reason why you wanted to marry this person in the first place was to have a companionship. So that's the that is the aim. You selected that aim because I want I don't want to be alone. I want companionship. That's why you selected the aim. So the whole, so so after you have selected the aim, you have to maintain the aim. If you want to win the war. <laughs> so you can see why a lot of people have lost their ball of marriage. Because if you select that aim for companionship, then you must maintain the aim. So maintaining the aim, so you must maintain the aim of companionship. And therefore, no matter the distraction, you must say the reason why I chose this person is because I want to have companionship, and therefore I must maintain it. So you must fight to maintain the aim. If you want to win the war. But here you go. You selected it, but over the course, you maintain the aim. You wanted companionship, which means that you were, because of the fellowship, that companionship, you must maintain the aim, which means that you must continue to talk. You must continue to communicate. Why do you choose somebody for companionship? Then somewhere along, like, we don't talk to the person again. They didn't come. You must maintain it. So, 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 so what is that? If, 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 if you understand warfare, then you will know that no matter what it is, I must overcome this problem of not talking. I must, we must still talk. We must still communicate. We must. And 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 and, and, and for, for a good reason for marriage. We also married for fellowship. We must be in bed. So you must maintain that aim. So you cannot say that I am tired. And you are annoying me. The, the shop is closed. The shop cannot be closed. <laughs> I said the shop cannot be closed. <laughs> Now you see you want to use Zoom. We can't use Zoom. <laughs> this one no Zoom. This one direct interaction. There's no Zoom <laughs> But you see what 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 what, 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 what I'm trying to say. You see what I'm trying to see on the seriousness look. Listen. To win every war, you must select the aim and maintain the aim. So if you choose to marry, you have selected companionship and fellowship, and you must maintain it. Because you maintain that thing, you must still overcome whatever it is, differences, and talk, communicate. And more importantly, more importantly, more importantly, 
The Bible says one shall put away a thousand, two shall put away ten thousand. One of the reasons, one of the reasons why you marry, I don't know if I'm even going to this. One of these reasons to marry is to increase your return. The aim of the marriage is to increase your return. Your return, because people say that one shall put away a thousand, two shall put away ten thousand. It means that not two shall put away two thousand. So the return on investment is the return on investment is supposed to be higher. So when you are a single person, you are you, when you marry, your return of your investment should be higher, not lower. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, and the, these are all the good reasons why you wanted to marry. You wanted to increase on your return. Exponential. You wanted a good increase on your return. You wanted companionship. A good, a, 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 a good return on your investment. So you must maintain that aim. Hallelujah. So, 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 so if after you married, you are still living independently, then you have not maintained that aim. Mm. They, 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 you see, you see, because, you see, then you are not different from the brothers. Ask the brothers how they are struggling. I mean, how they are struggling? Even to eat is not easy. <laughs> so if after marriage you still have to go and buy food from outside, then why do you bother? <laughs> do, do, do you know what I'm saying? You're, you're supposed to get an increased return. It, it, means, it means now you're going to get an increased return on your food, on your income, on your finances. It's supposed to be increased return. But if after marriage you are still looking around, you are still searching for this, you are still for then what's the point? Select and maintain. In every war. In every war. You see, let me tell you something. That's one of the you see. You see, that is why that, that's the reason why even America, America, America in a certain sense lost the war in Iraq. Because the, the initial aim was to was remove uh, Saddam Hussein. Then when they got there, the aim changed. Now they wanted to establish democracy as a problem. The same thing in Afghanistan. If the, if the original aim was Saddam is out, we are out. We don't have this problem. They should have just gone, take the guy and, and come back. But they change their aim. They, yes, select. Are you hearing me? So you must select and maintain the aim if you want to win every war. And you, you must understand, that's why, that's why Jesus Christ example. You must see that there will be a lot of distractions to take you off the original aim. But the key I'm sharing with you is that to win every war, you not only select the aim, maintain the aim. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. That's, that, 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 and one of the aims is what I'm talking about there. The increased return on your investment. Hallelujah. Which, which means that by all means, listen, by all means there must be communication. I can give you even more revelation. When they, when, they were, when they were building the Tower of Babel, when they were building the Tower of Babel, the Bible said that they began to build 
And God looked from heaven and said, let's go down to heaven and see what they are doing. And God said, the one their purple is one. And nothing can be restrained from them. The people is one. It means the people understand each other. So they, they, they are one. They understand each other. When they say go, we understand. When they say see, they, are, they, are, they are one unit. And because of that unit, nothing can be restrained. They can go to the sky. So the only way I can stop their progress is to change their language. So as soon as you begin not to talk, you come home. The language has changed. How's your day? Mm. <laughs> uh, was it, uh, uh, is, is that a problem? Mm. Uh, uh, wh- wh- what happened at work? Why are you my supervisor? <laughs> Where are you? Why? Do you need a detail of my movement? I'm an, aren't I an adult? <laughs> Their language has changed. And you understand what I'm saying? So that, that, that language, you see, I'm sharing this with you that you must understand how to win a war. Yeah, select them in 10 DM. Christianity is a war. There are a lot of things that will distract you. To stay for God, to work for God, a lot of things that will distract you. But if you want to succeed, you must maintain the aim. Amen. You must maintain the aim that, look, if a man, see, one of the reasons why you became a Christian is that you want to be a new creature. But the Bible says, if a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. And so, you, one of the reasons why you chose to become a Christian is because you want to be a new creature. You want to be somebody born again. And therefore, that is your, your aim. And you must maintain it. Because along the journey, the old creature will keep on popping up. You have to be conscious and put the old creature away. They are preaching. It's a conscious thing. The old creature will keep on coming back. Yes, so you have to keep on keep, keeping it at bay to maintain it. Otherwise, you're going to be a Christian. Yes. They, they will keep on coming back. You must know that I chose Christ. Yes. I chose Christ because I want to be a new creature. Amen. And therefore, this old me must die. It doesn't mean that it will go away. It will keep on coming. Yes. That boyfriend will keep on calling you. Yes. And sometimes, so, 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 sometimes, sometimes, what even makes it more that as, as you go and check him up on Facebook, you know, the guy is prospering. <laughs> you know what? You see, when somebody leaves you, when you, when you don't like somebody, when you don't like somebody, the person is not doing well, it doesn't bother you. Yeah. But when you don't like the person you do well, say, hey, did I make a mistake? <laughs> but you must, you, you must say that, look, I left him. I'm new. I must maintain the aim. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. You selected the aim. Before my old life, I used, I used to sleep around. I used to sleep around. around. Now, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. The aim is to be holy. Amen. And you must maintain it. Amen. Maintain it. I say maintain it. Amen. Fight all temptation because that's your aim. Amen. You cannot go back to your old life. Yeah. Otherwise, you will lose the war. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yes, you must maintain the aim. 
Select and maintain it. If you want to win the war. And let me tell you something. No war is worth going if you're going to lose. Why start a war that you're going to lose? That is why, that is why what makes a good general is his ability to select battles. A good general should be able to say that this war we will lose so we don't go. See, any war that you know that you will lose, you don't go. You rather negotiate. <laughs> I like that. And that's what makes you a good general. Because yes. you don't throw men for them to win. You must, uh, you must analyze the war. Yes. In fact, that is why some generals are tried for war crime. Because they didn't analyze it well. Mm. So, your aim, you want to win the Christian race. Please, you don't want to lose the Christian race. You want to stand at the end of eternity. Where God will look and say, well done. Thou good and faithful servant. You want to win that race. So you must maintain that aim. And know that, look, I, I have changed. I don't do this anymore. I must maintain it. I don't do this Facebook. I, I don't do. I mean, you're a Christian. I don't watch pornography anymore. I'm, I'm serious. No matter what is being discussed on, on, in school, I don't. Yes. I'm a Christian. Amen. I've selected the aim of being holy and I'll maintain the aim of being holy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To win the war. Amen. To win the war. Hey, look, so many of us, we select the aim, then somewhere along the line, we lose the aim. That's why we lose the war. Some of us are losing the financial war. You selected the aim. Your aim was to buy. Your aim was that when I come, I'll go and buy this, uh, this bag and this chair. That was your aim. And it, was, and it fitted your paycheck. But as soon as you bought it, and you, you and your wife went to visit your cousin on, uh, at Thanksgiving, and your wife saw the, your cousin's furniture and the microwave, said, as, soon as, as soon as they came back, the aim has changed. Meanwhile, we all agree that this chair is okay. But as soon as we went to visit somebody and we saw that one, the aim has changed. So suddenly, su- suddenly our financial plan budget is being thrown into chaos. Because we, we all sat down, we analyzed, we know that this is where we can live. We selected the aim. We won't do it. But as soon as you go visit somebody out of state and you come back, you see suddenly the house is small. When did the house become small? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah. What, what, since when? Since when? Since when did the house become small? We believe in this house. We believe in this house. No problem. The house was okay. But we went for Thanksgiving and we came back. Suddenly, the house is small. You see, and and you, you, you'll be laughing, but suddenly, the aim has changed. And all that it will lead to, once the aim changed, you are about to lose the war. So suddenly, are you surprised that you have now lost the financial war? Because now you have changed the aim. Have you seen? Have you, have you seen you have lost it? Because you have changed the aim. Because you selected the aim. You selected the aim. With the facts available to you. 
that this is what we can do. This is what we can pay. So let's let this aim. Now you go and come. One weekend, the aim has changed. From that day, the house is small. The house is small. The house is small. The house is small. It has become a song. <laughs> Pressure. The house is small. The house is small. Eh, 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 eh. Not progressive. You are not progressive. All your friends are moving ahead. You are not progressive. And you know, look at the children. You don't even have, we don't even have privacy here. What pri- Since when did privacy become a problem? There's no backyard. There's no backyard. These children, they're always in the house. There's no backyard. And you see, I mean, they are so disturbed. You know, there's no backyard. What is this? Eh, eh, the house is too small. There's no backyard. And they, when? 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 Yeah. You know, the small backyard that they had, you never even use it. You, see, you can see why you are losing the aim. So, you see, so to win a war, you must select the aim and maintain the aim. Any war. Any war. Any war. Anyway, today is a short service. I'm not out of time. I'm just out of words. Please stand up to your feet. <laughs> you should my team into Zoom. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued on Zoom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Makeloria Masandoria Baba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pray that, pray that God will give you the wisdom of God to make the right choice and maintain. I know you, you took the right decision. It's, it's not the decision, but pray that you will maintain it. You maintain it, oh God. Thank you. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You are not saved. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. This is why God came. This is why he sent his son. This afternoon, you want to surrender your life to him. Select the aim of being a Christian. Choose to go to heaven and not to go to hell. If you are not saved, you cannot... You cannot confidently say, I am born again. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'm waiting. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. I just want to make sure. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for the saints. Let none perish. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.